the game is done. David, you are my favorite Dodger insider. Let me hear you. Time for Dodger Talk. Are you ready for the brand new thing? Let me hear you. We break down all the action and give you your chance to react. David Vassay is going to join us. LA's favorite son. 866-987-2570. We are rolling, boy, rolling. It's time for Dodgers baseball. All right. Dodger Nation. Dodger Talk is brought to you by Chef Marito. Seasoning partner of the Dodgers. By Navian Tankless Water Heaters. For endless hot water, visit TanklessMadeSimple.com. And by Chevrolet. Buy new roads. And now your host for Dodger Talk. David Vesey. We are live at Dodger Stadium. Off day Dodger Talk, 6 to 8 p.m. from Clayton and Ellen Kershaw's Ping Pong for Purpose, benefiting Kershaw's Challenge. Rob Lowe, the host tonight, but really the star of the show is not Clayton, Rob Lowe, or anybody else. It's number one Dodger fan, and more importantly, a close personal friend now of the show. That's one of the greatest musicians, guitar players in the world, Brad Paisley. And look, he's standing right in front of us. Hi, Brad. How are you, David? That, that's exactly how I hoped you would introduce me tonight. I know. And you're wearing the black Dodger hat tonight, yeah. not the same blue, lucky Brad Paisley Dodger hat. I needed a change of luck from the last time. I was eliminated <laughs> one round in last time, so i got to do better this time. Oh, so you're actually playing ping pong. Yeah, totally. Me and uh, my, my good friend Kevin Nealon is my doubles partner, that, so wow. wish us luck. He's really good, but we've never done ping pong where we're not against one another. So being a team is going to be very difficult, I think. So you are friends with Clayton. Do you ever play ping pong against him in his home? I have. And? <laughs> I've never, I have never won against Clayton. Not one time. When we went on vacation together once, we played an entire afternoon, and I never beat him one time. I think every now and then he would let me get a little bit closer to where I would have hope, but then he would just take me out. <laughs> this is amazing. Brad Paisley is our guest, our first one of the night, as we are going to be with you until 8 o'clock on Off Day Dodger Talk Live from Dodger Stadium. And um, I know you've been itching to join us since Friday night because of the Sweep Diego series. Oh, man. I texted you about that. This, is, <laughs> this has been one of the more beautiful weekends in Dodger history in that sense. Not only just the fact of what they did for Vin and the presentation yeah. and, and the heart that they, I sense that they played with because of that, but then give him not only a win the night of the presentation of, of his remembrance ceremony and all of that, the saying goodbye, but then to give him a sweep. Yeah against this team that really thinks they have what it takes to dethrone the Dodgers. And, uh, man, I, it was really a beautiful weekend. Did, were you a little nervous going into it with all the new acquisitions, or did the Dodgers have to prove something to you, Brad? I wasn't nervous, but I wondered about the momentum shift of a team that, like, you know what it means for a team to think they have what it takes. That's kind of what it, what it takes, is thinking yeah. you have what it takes. And I thought... Maybe they'd roll in here thinking, oh, man, look at us. We're contenders now. But if we've learned anything, I think the most successful years we've ever had aren't the years where we went and traded for the top acquisition. It was the years where we played with what we had, and that's the year. That's when we won. Yeah. I mean, when you think about 2020, we didn't really pick anybody up. No, there was no trade deadline in 2020. Right, and, and that's who we started with. That's who we finished with. And I think this year was a really good example of 
we didn't really need much of anything, you know. Except the players that are on the injured list to return. Yeah, there's that. But even without them this weekend, it was something. The Dodgers put the Padres back in their place. It feels like the Padres, no matter who puts on that uniform, there's this inferiority complex that they play with, and I feel like it backfires on them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're trying to prove themselves to Big Brother so badly that they press at the plate. There's definitely, uh, there's such a thing as wanting it too bad. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that could be a song. Let me write that down. <laughs> Get that on my notes here. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> By the way, just to put it in context, Brad has been traveling, touring all over the world. You've been texting me from places like Iceland, yeah. watching, keeping tabs on the Dodgers. So you just landed. Where did you come from? Uh, I was in Tennessee until today, but uh, we were over in Europe for three weeks. We, I'm, yeah. I'm all messed up time-wise, yeah. but... It was so weird. It's the first time that I've been over there in the middle of the season when watching games is tough. When you have, you know, sometimes you've got people that I've heard them call in from Australia yeah. and Europe. I, it is a, an absolute feat to figure out how to listen at that point. And what I would do every day, wherever we were over there, I would wake up in the morning and I would listen to the Dodger Talk podcast as the recap. So you were my morning jog, and I would listen to you take calls from callers, and I could pretty much put together what happened from StatCast looking at what happened and then listening to what you would do and who would complain about what. And there wasn't much to complain about. No, how about Max Muncy starting to come around now? I'm so happy for him. Yeah. Yeah, we need him, and he's been, he, you know, he's been so important over the last few seasons, and now if, if he wakes up, it's going to be nuts. And Cody, too. Yeah, Cody, two home runs yesterday. Yeah, it's something. So it's going to be fun to – I think the next few weeks are going to be fun to watch. All right, Brad Paisley, you're not here just to chop it up with me. No, Ellen Kershaw – That's one I'm here for. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you have to warm up, but um, I want to allow you the time to, to mingle with the people that you're here to see, too. But I can't talk to Brad Paisley and not ask you about how much Vince Scully meant to you. To, you have your own voice for your fans, and he certainly had a voice for all of us. I know you became a Dodger fan in the 2000s, so how big of a part did Vince Scully play in that? Uh, big. He is somebody that when, when you think about certain people in certain industries that will never, ever be surpassed in what they did, it's really rare that a human being does something perfectly and he did it perfectly. He did something that's this intangible thing of sports broadcasting that there's just no way you could have done that better. And what I'm really, uh, first of all, I'm honored I got to meet him. First few years that I ever did anything with the Dodgers, he was down on the field and, and he was a part of that and um, so gracious. Just as everybody's got their stories. No one has a a dissimilar story to how Vin was when you met him. But he was somebody that I think, when you think about the fact that he was ours, mm -hmm. and every single ball club in the country's mourning his loss, yeah. it just doesn't happen these days. That, that no one roots for anyone else anymore. Yeah. There's not that, but Vin was somebody that was a connector, and he made everybody happy to be you know, part of the sport. And you didn't have to love the Dodgers to love Vin. And it was really, I don't know, I, I think 
that is a life well lived, and we're lucky to have had him. No doubt. And you saying all that reminds me of the impact you've had on Dodger fans because, in my opinion, one of the best, if not the best, national anthem rendition <laughs> was performed by you when they let fans back in after the pandemic. I'll, I'll never forget that day. I, I loved that one, uh, too. There was something special about that one. It felt like some sort of, uh, they had lifted the veil. Yeah. And uh, another one that I, that I stood there feet away was the 2017 World Series. I did an anthem, and at that one, it was the first home game, I think. I'm trying to think. But anyway, remember when Vin did stand up on the mound yeah. for about 10 minutes? Yeah. And Tommy, and he did that, and Oral was out there, I think. And uh, they brought out, who'd they bring out? I'm trying to think who was there. Uh, it, anyway, it was, it was insane to be that close to that greatness, you know, and see all of that. But I love the sport. And the fact that we had an icon like that all this time, 67 years, is unbelievable. Soundtrack to our summers, Brad, no doubt. Exactly. You said it really, really well the last few uh, broadcasts that I listened to. So, you know, you should probably stop talking about it now because you'll <laughs> blow it if you keep going. That's usually what happens. That's what Clayton always says. Sometimes, yeah. like, I cross that line. I should just stop talking. Yeah, there's, there's definitely. You know how you cut callers off? They should be able to do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that will happen. Hey, uh, my favorite Kershaw is standing behind you right now, and that is the great Ellen Kershaw. Yeah, so, Kershaw, for sure. Yeah. So I'll let you go say hi to her. Thank you for stopping by. There he goes. Bye. There he goes. Brad Paisley hugging the best Kershaw out here, and that is Ellen Kershaw. Uh, Clayton's kind of just like uh, the pretty face out here that shows up, um, but... Ellen is the person that uh, puts all this together for Kershaw's Challenge. Not only does she do this here at Dodger Stadium to put together the Kershaw's Challenge, but also she's a mom of four great kids. So I don't know how she balances all this stuff out, but she finds a way to do it. We are out here live at Dodger Stadium. All the celebrities and the players, uh, Clayton's teammates, will be uh, arriving here shortly between now and 8 o'clock, and we'll get this thing started here. Uh, the pink pong for purpose event back at Dodger Stadium for the first time since 2019. Yeah, this thing has not happened since 2019 because of the coronavirus pandemic. We are back out here and it starts to feel um, like things are already things feel normal but since we haven't been out here since 2019 it feels uh, right as well and it feels familiar and it's all for a great cause that Kershaw's Challenge does. They got so many great beneficiaries and that's why we're out here to celebrate what the Kershaw's do and how great they are off the field not only on the field. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. We are taking your phone calls between now and 8 o'clock. Also we will uh, be talking uh, talking to a lot of different people that come through here that are going to be participating in the ping pong tournament like Brad Paisley and uh, guys that will just be hanging out and watching what's going on as far as the ping pong tables go. So David Vasse with you until 8 o'clock right here on AM570 LA Sports. And when we continue here live from Dodger Stadium, we'll get into this three-game weekend series between the Dodgers and Padres as the Dodgers swept San Diego back south and we'll get into that and what it means moving forward between those two teams as the Dodgers are 17 games ahead of San Diego in the loss column. David Vasse, Dodger Talk, live from Dodger Stadium. Ping pong for purpose, Kershaw's Challenge, 
2022 edition right here on AM570 LA Sports. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Dodger Talk is available on am570lasports.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Back to more Dodger Talk with Dodger Insider, David Vasse. David Vasse, live at Dodger Stadium. This is Off Day Dodger Talk. We're here until 8 o'clock, live from the Kershaw's Ping Pong for Purpose event. You can log on and see the great work the Kershaws are doing at kershawschallenge.com. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Thanks to Brad Paisley, big Dodger fan, big Dodger talk fan for stopping by. And not only are we talking about the Dodgers and how they swept Diego. Doing great, sir. That's right. Fresh Brothers. I love Fresh Brothers. Go to the one in the Commons all the time in Calabasas. All right, sounds good. Bring some pizza. <laughs> we are live. There's so many great people helping the Kershaws make this event a success. First time they've been back out here since 2019. Obviously, the pandemic uh, put things on hold for a little bit, but they are doing such great things to help so many that were affected and still are. And not only are we talking about what the Kershaws are doing, not only are we talking baseball, how the Dodgers really thumped the Padres over this three-game weekend series, this is an off-day show where we could really take our time and still celebrate the one and only great Vin Scully. Uh, we celebrated him on Friday night before, during, and after, and I don't really believe it should stop just because it's been a few days. Uh, this is a moment, a show that we can continue to celebrate Vin Scully, and if you have your memories, you couldn't get in when we were in San Francisco or over the weekend, 866-987-2570, and I'm happy that uh, a person walked by us right now, and I was able to grab him because I'm not sure anybody spent more intimate times that was not related to Vin Scully than Dodgers team photographer John Suhu. John, thanks a lot for the time, and thanks for stopping. Uh, thanks for having me, David. It's uh, celebrating a wonderful man. So, was... Yeah, and I I've seen so many of your photos of Vin. Um, it's hard to imagine anybody spending a lot more time with Vin away from the ballpark than you did. I, I feel like you've told me in the past that Vin has called you over to his home to try to organize his photos and a few different things. Uh, I've been to his house many times to bring him portos. He and Sandy loved having empanadas and uh, what, uh, yeah. <laughs> the croissants and the strawberry cake. I mean, he, he would love when I brought that over. That would be like, <laughs> that was like one of the last things I would do, do is uh, for him was grab portos and bring it over because I knew the family very well at portos. Yeah, my understanding is Vin's family, as much time as he spent here in the press box at Dodger Stadium, he may have spent more time at his kitchen table. 
you know, wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, when I visited with them, they would, you know, have more time hanging out with each other. It was just very nice to see in a different light. I shot their Christmas photo, when their, wow. their family Christmas photo uh, before Christmas. And it was just uh, a special time, a very, very special family. He was so private and he was such a family man. He spent a lot of time, obviously, with the Dodgers, but his family knew him as a father, as a grandfather, as a husband. What was it like being inside his home and seeing that side of him? Well, first off, like everyone else in La La Land, you know, when you break through somebody's and, and you're, they're able to trust you, um, that was kind of big for me because I, I, you know, I'm never, wasn't, I have no angles. I have no, my, my angles just wanted to get a good image of them for history. And so following him to his house and doing stuff for him or doing stuff at the, you know, the White House, uh, following him to, you know, do the, the sound studio at, uh, that I think was Capitol Records to sing, uh, to do the wind beneath my wings. I mean, that whole story is just, just a whole phenomenal and all the different things I spent time doing with him and his family, just, you know, just wonderful time. That's the voice of Dodger team photographer, John Suhu. And John, you mentioned going to the White House. That's where he got the Medal of Honor from uh, Barack Obama. And you were on a private jet with him to Washington, D.C. What was that whole trip like for Vin? Um, it's, it was pretty special. I, mean, I could see that he was, you know, enjoying the moment. And he and Sandy, it's funny, I have a picture of Vin looking out the window, kind yeah. of pondering what was going on. I have one of Sandy on the other side looking out the window also. And it's just like very, just, there's just a lot of parts of that that I felt like my, my version of Pete Souza, the, the photographer Barack Obama, I felt like him for like a half a minute. <laughs> That's so awesome. And Bruce Springsteen was also one of the uh, honorees that same day, right? Had, did Vin and the boss ever talk? Oh, they talked. Well, they were standing next to each other in the front row because they're one. With, they're both S's. <laughs> I don't know what they spoke about, but that that room was just heavy hitters, man. Everybody in there: Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, Diana Ross. I mean, <laughs> there's so many heavy hitters in there: Tom Hanks, Robert Redford. <laughs> Nobody with a better voice than Vin Scully, and that includes Springsteen. I, I, you know, what? I won't go there because I, you know, <laughs> I love Springsteen. <laughs> John Suhu, Dodgers team photographer, is our guest. Hey, before you go, there's that iconic photo of Vin standing on the field at Dodger Stadium after throwing out the first pitch with his wife Sandy and there's a gorgeous rainbow in the background here at Dodger Stadium. We've seen it a lot. It's iconic. You were the one that photographed that shot at the time. Did you know what you were photographing with the rainbow behind them? Absolutely. It was just, you know, it, it, it's of course, Vin gets a, a rainbow <laughs> on his bobblehead. That was his bobblehead night. And so the fact that it just was, it appeared before we even got onto the field. And we were, I mean, as soon as he got on the field, I was like, I, I got to get, I got to get on him. And so that photograph of him by himself, he had actually ran over to see, I think it was Kurt Gibson. It was, they were playing the Diamondbacks at the time, I believe, in the visiting dugout. So when he came back out, I said, hey, Vin, you got to stop. And <laughs> so they posted me that way. And that's how I got the one that was in the, actually in the, the memorial program today uh, for his funeral. What was the reaction when he saw the photo of him and Sandy with the rainbow behind them? And obviously there's one of just him with the rainbow behind him. The, the one of him and Sandy, I know that he, um, that was what he treasured the most of the two of them together. And it, it's, it's pretty heartbreaking. So, yeah. <sighs> and I know he, he brought that to the hospital on her last, you know, on the last, his last visit to see her. And I know that's when they treasure forever.
All right, John. Well, you did the Scully family right. I know it's hard to look back at some of these moments, but his legacy lives on forever through the games that he called. You could always dial him up um, through us that experienced Vin Scully and especially you uh, spending so much time with him and meaning so much to him and his family. Well, the the what I want to hope left what I get left behind here is I, that the photos I t I've taken of him are not lost anywhere because, I mean, each one of them, I, I, I can still go through the library every day and find something new from, you know, I mean, I've been here for 37 years, and that's not even including <laughs> what, the ones I missed. But You're 30 years short of in. <laughs> well, I got a little work to do. I'm doing my best, you know. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, John. Enjoy the Kershaw's uh, great event here. Ellen and Clayton, you know them better than most as well. They're great people. It's all part of the Dodger family, you know. Yeah. No doubt, and you're a big part of it. John Suhu, the best photographer out there, and the Dodgers are very fortunate to call him theirs. 866-987-2570. John's got to take a walk now after sharing those memories. Uh, heavy stuff. Uh, so many people uh, miss Vince Scully. He meant so much to so many in your own personal way. And uh, a guy like John Suhu, 37 years with the Dodgers, uh, most of them spent with Vin Scully. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. David Vassay, live at Dodger Stadium. I am standing on the warning track in center field, straightaway center field. And I'll never forget being out here one night with Rick Monday, who patrolled center field for so many years with the Cubs and the Dodgers. He said, hey, pal, turn around, look, look up. This is the best view that you'll ever have of Dodger Stadium, and that's where I'm standing right now, straightaway center field for Clayton and Ellen Kershaw's Ping Pong for Purpose event, 2022 edition. We are with you until 8 o'clock. Clayton and Ellen will stop by at some point. Also, uh, Dodger teammates will be coming by. Uh, Clay Thompson is also supposed to be here. Rob Lowe is the host. So a star-studded event for a great cause, Kershaw's Challenge. We are live until 8 o'clock from Dodger Stadium on AM570 LA Sports. AM570, online at am570lasports.com, and available by podcast on the iHeartRadio app. This is Dodger Talk with David Bassett. I'm being harassed by a Cubs fan. Cubs fan has uh, infiltrated Kershaw's event here. With a good reason. He's one of the founding brothers of Fresh Brothers. That's my guy, Scott. Thank you for the pizza. No problem. Thank you. And we are from Chicago originally, so my roots are Chicago. But I have been transplanted in L.A. now for quite a long time. But I'm still a Cubs fan. That's not a problem. You're not threatening. The Cubs are a non-threatening team. I always feel like there's always the easiest weekends in L.A. That's when the Cubs come to play four yeah. games in L.A. Do you know how many times the Cubs beat the Dodgers this year, Scott? Zero. That's right. Did not beat him once. Let me add that up again. It's still zero. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Thank you for delivering the pizza. No problem. Thank you for having me over. Appreciate it. My pleasure. My favorite guy. You're in my top three of Chicago guys right now. Ryan Sandberg and Ernie Banks. Nice. I like that. All right. my, my favorite Cubs player growing up was Manny Trio. Manny Trio. All right. What about Rick Monday? He played for the Cubs. Rick Monday was awesome. And Dave Kingman was like actually the only home run ball I ever caught at Wrigley Field was off the bat of Dave Kingman. 
That is awesome. King Kong Kingman. What was your opinion of his performance? Of Dave Kingman? Yeah. I thought Dave Kingman was a great player. Pre-steer. Oh, no, didn't you ever hear Tommy Lasorda's rant no, on Kingman's performance when he hit uh, three home runs? Oh, that's right. I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember that. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll look it up, though. Thank you, Scott. You're the man. I love Fresh Brothers. My kid, they catered my kid's birthday party. We'll do it again. Thank you, Scott. Nice to meet everybody from Fresh Brothers. Cheese pizza in my hand. Here, prove it to everybody here. Here, come on over here. Here, I'll open this up right now. I'm not going to eat it right now. That would be unprofessional. Who do they think I am? Petros and Tim Cates? I'm not eating on the air over here. But, hey, we'll take it. We'll take it right here, no doubt. Anyway, a great event out here at Dodger Stadium. Ping pong for purpose, uh, benefiting Kershaw's challenge. And there's so many great uh, different things going on out here. Obviously, the main event is the ping pong tournament. Uh, this is the second year that Clayton has uh, been on the injured list with a lower back issue when the Ping Pong for Purpose event uh, came through here. So he will more than likely not play. Dave Roberts did say a couple of days ago that he did receive or Kershaw did receive an epidural injection, and that's why he's moving around a lot better. Uh, the good news is that uh, Clayton, when he starts picking up a baseball, that's when you can count on him uh, getting closer closer to return and the tone in Dave's voice was that this is not going to keep Kershaw on the sidelines as long as it did earlier this season where he was out for a month and when you talk about all the uh, all the uh, Dodgers that are on the injured list they are counting on hey there is Shaq's former agent one of the great people in LA Leonard Armato you can see him in a music video with Shaq you can't stop the rain that's my guy, Leonard Armato, still looking like it's 1990. How do you stay so young, Leonard? Well, when people like you recognize me, it like makes me feel like a kid again. So thank you. It's such a nice uh, evening here in Los Angeles. And Clayton Kershaw is like the most extraordinary human being, he and his wife. So it's a pleasure to be here. It's so great to see you again, too. And I know you've spent a lot of time in Los Angeles. I'm sure Vince Scully meant a lot to Leonard Armato. Oh, my gosh. Growing up listening to Vince Scully, and I was born in Brooklyn, New York, wow. so when I was a little boy, um, the Dodgers moved out to Los Angeles, I, we moved after them, and then Vince Scully's voice has been with me and my family our entire lives, and you know, he's magic. I mean, there'll never be another voice like that, and you can just feel his presence here. What did your parents tell you about Vince Scully in Brooklyn? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I think when I was really tiny, my dad might have brought me to Ebbets Field. I don't remember, but it was, you know, he definitely used to go there growing up. You know, we came from an Italian neighborhood, and everybody rooted for the Dodgers. I mean, they were diehard Dodger fans. When they moved to L.A., it broke everybody's heart. But my dad moved out to L.A. to be a professor at USC, and all of a sudden, we were reunited with the Dodgers again. And the transistor radio at the Coliseum with Vin Scully. Oh, my gosh. And the Coliseum was before um, Dodger Stadium. Yeah. You know, and, and they just moved right in there, and he was there to make it amazing for people. And there's, like I said, there's nobody else like him ever. No doubt. It's great to see you, Leonard. You've made such a big impact on the sports world, and I know you're one of the good people in L.A. We need more people like Leonard Armato. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for the compliment. I really appreciate it. I'm really humbled, and it's good to see you. All right. Okay. Enjoy the ping pong event. Okay, There's Fresh Brothers over there. They brought me some. And Yogurtland over here. 
There he is, the man, Leonard Armato, one of the good people in the sports world in Los Angeles. A lot of people showing up here for Clayton and Ellen Kershaw's Ping Pong for Purpose 2022 event. I never knew Leonard Armato's family started out in Brooklyn. It makes a lot of sense that he's a tie-in, but I never knew he started in, uh, in Brooklyn. That was a great timing, and see, Vince Scully touched a lot of different people from a lot of different walks of life, that's for sure. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. All right, let's get back to the Dodgers and Padres and what took place here at Dodgers Stadium over the last three days. The Dodgers outscored San Diego 20-4 to in the three-game sweep. The Dodgers are now riding an eight-game winning streak, they not only sweep the Giants in San Francisco in a four-game series for the first time since 1977, but then come back home, and with the wave of emotions, forget about Vin Scully, but the wave of emotions coming from the Padres' dugout, feeling so good about themselves that they got Juan Soto, Josh Bell, Brandon Drury, Josh Hader, come in here and get swept by the Dodgers. Not only get swept, but get handled by the Dodgers, 20 to four. What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything until September when the Dodgers and Padres will play each other nine more times before the end of the regular season. Uh, it'll be Labor Day weekend, September 2nd, when the Padres come to town for another, for another sweep, maybe, because the Dodgers have beaten the Padres 17 of the last 19 times. And I've been telling you that the Dodgers and Padres may see each other in the NLDS. Well, that is not as much of a certainty as it was even two weeks ago because after the Dodgers swept the Padres this weekend, the Padres now are tied with the Brewers for the last wild card spot in the National League. Both have 50 losses. The Padres are playing tonight at Petco Park against the Giants. So right now... It's looking, if the playoffs started today, it would be a Braves-Cardinals wildcard series. And the Dodgers would play the winner of the Cardinals and Braves wildcard series. And that would start here in Los Angeles at Dodgers Stadium. So as it stands right now, the Padres may not even be in the playoffs. And I actually want to have some corrections and retractions since the cardinals are the division leader right now it would be either the brewers or padres playing the braves in the first wild card series because on the east coast while the dodgers were taking care of business against the padres the new york mets took a five game series from the atlanta braves they actually beat the braves four out of five games at City Field uh, over the course of the last five days and now have a six-and-a-half game lead over the Atlanta Braves. So it's looking more and more like the Atlanta Braves are going to be a wild-card team. And if you had to handicap things now, it would be a Dodgers-Braves NLDS. That would mean the Dodgers and Braves would be seeing each other in a playoff series for the third straight year. Going back to 2020, when the Dodgers came back against Atlanta in the bubble, being down three games to one, Cody Bellinger hitting the home run off a current Dodger, Chris Martin, who was a reliever for the Braves in game seven. And then last year, the Braves beating the Dodgers in the NLDS. So it looks like it's going to be Freddie Freeman against his former team. If you had to ask me, 
coming up in the NLDS. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. We are taking your phone calls right now. Now is the best time to get in because more and more guests of the Kershaws are trickling into Dodger Stadium for ping pong for purpose starting at around 7.30 or so. And Clayton Kershaw will be joining us in our next hour. 866-987-2570. Ronnie, you were right. I should have rat wrote this name down, but who is our caller online right now? Avion, you're on Dodger Talk Live from Dodger Stadium. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Yeah, I'd love to say some words for Vin. Uh, as a kid, being born in 98, you know, I didn't get as much time as maybe some others did, but had some really fun memories, you know, just learning the game from Vin and just learning from my parents and their experiences growing up through the 70s and 80s and Vin and Fernando Mania and all that. And unique perspective from my end just because my mother's death and she really uh, has a soft spot for Vin because she can even tell the difference in his tone of voice and things of that nature. So he just holds a major spot in my heart as a Catholic I hope to lead a life like he did, and I'm just really proud to be a Dodger fan, and just him adding such his own legacy to the Dodgers is really great. Hey, love it. Thank you for sharing that. 866-987-2570. And as a very fortunate person that actually got to meet Vin and be around him in a small way, I could just tell you and trust me that everything that you saw and heard he was everything and more as a person. And not too many times can you say that about your hero or somebody that you uh, you put up on a pedestal. And that's really hard to say. And Vin never thought about himself that way. He just thought about himself as a regular guy and cared about his family more than being a broadcaster and meaning so much to all of us. And I feel like in, in a lot of ways, Vin never knew how much he meant to so many people. He wasn't oblivious, trust me, but I'm not sure he understood the enormity of the impact he had with so many different people, not only in Los Angeles, but uh, all over the world that listened to Dodger baseball and knew who he was because he wasn't just a local broadcaster. He was a national broadcaster. He was, for a period of time, an NFL broadcaster on CBS. He called the Masters on CBS. He would call National Game of the Weeks on NBC. And that's how he was on television for Kirk Gibson's home run in 1988. That wasn't a local Dodger broadcast. That was a national NBC broadcast where his partner was Joe Garagiola and smartly by Joe stayed silent and let Vin have that moment because he brought Kirk Gibson's home run to life in 1988. So um, this is a great night to celebrate Vin still here at Dodger Stadium because uh, it shouldn't just end after a couple of days and hopefully the Dodgers continue what they did during this three-game series against the Padres. I know they would invite fans to be the ones to say it's time for Dodger baseball, but maybe for at least the rest of the regular season, you put up that video of Vin saying his own words. It's time for Dodger baseball. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Let's go back out to the phones as we await more guests to join us here between now and 8 o'clock live from Dodger Stadium. Adrian and Downey, you're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Adrian. 
Hey, how you doing, Dave? Thanks for taking my call. I want to make this quick. I just wanted to get your opinion on the um, Trevor Bauer situation. If you could just explain Whoa, a Trevor Bauer call. This is coming out of left field. Sorry about that, man, but I just want to get some clarity, um, see if he's eligible or if there's another team that would pick him up. Kind of um, kind of cat and mouse game. I don't know uh, what uh, you recommend. Or what right you now he's it. suspended. Right now he's suspended until further notice. He is appealing it. Uh, we have not heard anything from either the commissioner's office or the Dodgers that would indicate it's coming to any sort of resolution um, anytime soon. But as of now, he is suspended until otherwise notified. So that's where that stands. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. 866-987-2570. Let's go out to Lake Balboa. Solomon, you're on Dodger Talk with David Vasse. Hi, Solomon. Hey, David, thanks for taking my call. You know, I couldn't get in the other day uh, with, with the guys earlier in the day, so I'm glad you're still taking calls about Vin. Um, the thing that, that struck me about Vin Scully is this man could describe a fly crawling up a curtain, and you know what? He'd get you on the edge of your seat. I, I could just hear him, you know, that, that we have a panoply of colors here on that fly. There's red, and there's green, <laughs> and there's blue. And, you know, right? Some and people would say that oh, he could read know? the phone book, and it would be the yeah. most interesting broadcast ever. Yeah, he'd have you on the edge of your seats, and, and, and he'd say there's interesting facts about the fly, which you'd have to listen to. And then when the fly gets to the top of the curtain, he goes, that reminds me of some Indian fable about the brave that reached the top of the mountain. And when he got to the top of the mountain, he said, and you are on the edge of your seat. It's like, Vin, Uncle Vin, please finish the story. What a, what a beautiful man, and what an incredible being. And like you said, he never realized the effect on how many hundreds of thousands of people, not just in L.A., I think across the country, probably around the world, if they were English-speaking, that this man affected. And, uh, yeah, and that's I'm, what I'm made him proud. special. Yep. That's yep. what made him I was, special. Uh, yeah, and at 73, I was one of those kids with the transistor radio in bed listening to him. So that part of my, my childhood is gone, and, and he'll be sorely missed, but always remembered. But it's always special, and thanks for the phone call, Solomon. Uh, his, his, unlike many of us, his legacy will live on through his words, his broadcasts, the great moments that he brought to life, similar to, you know, singers that have passed away. Their music lives on forever, whether it's John Lennon, Elvis Presley, their music lives on. Um, more My Time, uh, Biggie Smalls, Tupac Shakur, their music lives on forever. And Frank Sinatra, his music lives on forever. So uh, those type of people in our lives, that's the great thing about it. We never lose them. They're always there whenever you want it. And thankfully to the World Wide Web, you could pull up a Vin Scully call anytime you want. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. David Vasse live at Dodgers Stadium for Clayton and Ellen Kershaw's annual ping pong for purpose event supporting Kershaw's challenge. It's the first time they've had this event since 2019 due to the pandemic. Clayton will be joining us uh, sometime between now and 8 o'clock. That's when we'll sign off but he will join us i've been promised he's got a busy schedule on a night like tonight a lot busier than it would be on a game day trust me he uh he is the star of the show he's the host it's like having uh, the closest um i don't know thousand people 
uh, over your house and being the host, that's kind of like uh, who he is right now. 866-987-2570. Let's go out to Brentwood. Rich, you're on Dodger Talk Live from Dodger Stadium. Hi, Rich. Hey, David. How are you doing tonight? I'm sure. I'm doing well. Thank Sean you. Gooden. Sean Gooden has been a great, uh, a great uh, 10 days. Uh, I got two, you, things I'd like to, uh, two things I'd like to say. First of all, one's a compliment. I don't get a lot of these. So I want to thank you for speaking your mind regarding Dodger players and not just uh, being politically correct, as all others are. Specifically, I'm referring to our Colzer situation. Um, you know, I've been saying to my circle that back as, back as early as uh, May that I don't think that um, I think we'll have a, probably have to have a new Colzer by, uh, by uh, September. And um, about two weeks ago, I think, you predicted the same thing. And I commend you for that because no one else will come out and, and, and say that, say what they're really thinking. Everybody else on the network is... Uh, I mean, we're, we're all watching the same thing, right, Rich? We're all know, watching the same games. Um, the one know. thing I could tell you is Craig Kimbrell has pitched, pitched well on this homestand in San Francisco. It was very dicey and a high wire act like it's been all season long, but the Dodgers can weather this during the regular season and try to see if they can get him on track, especially with a 17-game lead in the division. It's similar to the Joey Gallo experiment. They have a luxury that not many teams have to try to experiment with a guy like Craig Kimbrell and Joey Gallo in the month of August. Look, if he makes me nervous in the four-run lead, can you imagine what, what <laughs> will make us feel that over with a one-run lead against uh, against big-time teams? Okay, enough of that, but I just thank you for being up genuine. I really do appreciate it. Second thing, let's talk Padres for a sec. Uh, Padres' schedule in August, for the remaining of August, I believe they got 21 games. And if there's an easier schedule in baseball, uh, I, don't, I really don't think it exists. They have 21 games, and um, uh, it is one. They have one team that is playoff a playoff contender right now, right now, and that's a two-game set against uh, uh, the Guardians. Everybody. Well, else, what does that mean, though? They're 17 games back. Even if they make up five games, uh, it's not really that big of a deal. Uh, I don't, I'm not worried about making up time on, on Dodgers. They're not taking the division from us. I, it's about whether or not they will actually make the playoffs. Because if they, oh yeah, playing, they'll playing make the playoffs. Points. They'll make the playoffs, but it's still a dogfight for them. They're not walking in, especially with the emergence of the Cardinals and the, and the Phillies. The Phillies have come out of nowhere without Bryce Harper, and right now are the second wild card team in the National League. Yeah, they sure have. And then St. Louis, St. Louis. Uh, Sweeping the Yankees was pretty impressive, i got to say. Yeah, it was. But, but can you imagine that uh, Can you imagine the Padres have one game? That's 9% of their games in August. So September doesn't really matter because most of the games in September are against the division. But they right. what their lineup in, in, in August. Their lineup is the Giants for three, the Nationals for three, the Marlins for three, the Nationals for four, the Guardians for two, the only team that's playoff contender right now. The Royals for three and the Giants for three. So they've really got patty cakes for the, for, the, for August. So and that's why I, I said the way that they looked in this series, and thanks for the phone call, Rich, is not the way they're going to look in September because playing those teams should afford them the opportunity to try to get these guys to gel together, to relax. You know, talking to Manny Machado before yesterday's game, I asked him, how long did it take you 
to feel comfortable with the Dodgers because he was traded at the All-Star break. And he told me it took about a month because it was a whirlwind, not only baseball-wise, but life-wise. Um, there's a lot more to being uprooted in the middle of the season other than just putting on a new uniform. It's not like Little League where you just put on a new uniform. No, these guys have lives, they're people, they're routine-oriented. So it, he told me it takes about a month. And a month is the next time the Dodgers and Padres see each other the first weekend of September. So I'm curious to see what version of the Padres are we going to see in September? And is it going to be reflective of who you might see in October if they do make the playoffs? 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Hour one in the books. Thanks to Brad Paisley and Leonard Armato for stopping by. When we continue until 8 o'clock, Clayton Kershaw will join us, as will, you never know, his teammates or anybody else that walks by. I will stop them abruptly in their tracks. And we are still taking your phone calls at 866-987-2570, live from Dodger Stadium for the Ping Pong for Purpose event, benefiting Kershaw's Challenge. David Vasse with you until 8 o'clock right here on AM570 LA Sports.